Sunsets are approved and no matter what happens, every day can end beautifully. Hello and welcome to season two of our podcast series. The podcast that inspires and educates through the sharing of real life experiences. I'm Sheila, your host, and with me today is guest Abby Kalon. Abby is from Nottingham, a mom, wife, business owner, a coach, owner and founder of Art for Good Courses, and most importantly, a woman with a lively approach to life. Abby says, and I quote, when someone tells you you can't, remember it's their limit and not yours. Welcome, Abby, to Podcast with Sheila. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about being here and I feel very honoured to have been asked as a guest. So thank you, Sheila. You're welcome. How has your morning been? My morning has been eventful. I am a very ordinary 36-year-old mum and as most mums can probably relate to, I've had a thousand things going on and I've actually, as we've just said, I've ended up coming out to my car to do this just to make sure that I get a few minutes um, to myself. I don't have a lock on my bathroom door at the minute, so here I am. (laughs) But it's been good, thank you. Well, we're glad you were able to make it. Can you tell us about Act for Good Courses? Yes, thank you for asking. Art for Good Causes is a business that I've only recently um, set up. And actually, I mean, fundamentally, it's about me reconnecting with my passion for art and for drawing. And for you using that as um as a way for me to be able to give back somehow so the prints that i produce actually raise raise money and funds for for charities and organizations and and good causes here in the uk and elsewhere as well but i think what's really important about art for good causes is that it is it's the result of um me reaching a place where i've actually been able to start exploring and developing my passions because I haven't actually drawn for over 20 years since I was a kid Um, so it's it's uh, it's kind of a manifestation of other things that have happened in my life over the last few years allowing me to get to a point where I can actually allow myself to, to to explore and develop those passions so it's it's a it's a love of mine rather than um anything else Okay, so um, I want us to get a proper understanding of it. So when you do the art, you sell them and then you give a portion of your sales to a charity, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So like I say, it's more of um, something I just, I just enjoy doing and I found it to be um, quite useful for me to reconnect mm-hmm. to that kind of inner creativity and passion. So yeah. it was something that I just started doing actually in lockdown when lockdown yeah. started. Mm-hmm. And I found that it was good for me on so many different levels. And then people asked me for prints initially. A few people, um, good people, friends asked me for prints. And that kind of sparked the idea. And I just thought, you know what, if I'm going to enjoy doing it and as a result, I'm going to produce something that people are happy to to purchase Mm -hmm. then this is a really ideal way for me to just rather than it be a pressured um income stream if that makes sense it was more an outlet for a passion and a way of me being able to give back something yeah Yeah. um through something i'm able to do Mm -hmm. so 50 percent of all profits 50 percent as a minimum will wow. always go um, be donated to, to a charity or a good cause that's, that's the way it's going at the minute is that generally each print is connected to a specific cause or a charity oh, and, the, oh. and the profits from that print will be donated to that cause so um, so far we've been raising money for Juno Women's Aid oh, um, 
yeah, that was again a real kind of area of passion for me to be able yeah. to just give something back in that yeah. in that area. So yeah, it's been brilliant. Hopefully, it will continue to expand. It should. It should. I think that anybody who has uh, a heart for support should be encouraged because especially in this time, people need a lot of support from those who are well to do because what's, what's happening in the world, you can I can say that has affected more people than others. Some people were properly affected than others. So if in a way yeah. if we can all, you know, put our resources together to support those who need help, I think is the best thing to do. Seriously, Absolutely. yeah. I've seen your work. They are very realistic. They are beautiful. So if you are listening to us, I think you should um, visit Abby's um, page Aww. and then support the good work she's doing. Because a lot Thank of you. support, and I think we should all do that if we can. Where can our listeners connect with you online? Um, the easiest place, the place I'm most active is Facebook and you can find me, just search for Abby Callan, A-double-B-Y-C-A-double-L-O-N. Um, Art for Good Causes pages is actually linked at the, at the top of my profile, so really easy to find there as well. I am also on Instagram. Um, again, you can you can search me with Abby Callan and I do have a separate page for Art for Good Causes too, but yeah, Facebook, social media is definitely the place to find me. Good. Good, good, good. Let's move on then. Do you think it's advisable for women to have a little money of their own? I think this is a really interesting question. Mm -hmm. Um, My answer is yes, absolutely, without question. Okay. Um, But my reasons behind that, I think... um, probably the the kind of more interesting part of my story perhaps as to why I feel so strongly about that um it's not so much about money it's about the freedom and the choices is choice essentially choices Mm -hmm. and but the freedom and the choices that come from being able to support yourself Mm -hmm. um and being able to create something from your for your for yourself and the avoidance of feeling trapped which Mm -hmm. is a part of my story that I hopefully will be able to share a little bit more about yeah. as we go on. Sure, sure, sure. I know you have track loads of successes and I'll take this opportunity to congratulate you on your recent work promotion. But I'm oh, going to you. move away from the successes and go on the other side and then ask you what your biggest struggle has been in life and what lessons did you learn from, from that? Well, okay, so I I can talk. I'm going to try and keep this as concise as possible. But okay. this is this is really what I was hoping that we'd, we'd be able to speak about a little bit about today. Because for me, I've been through... So to give you a little bit of background, I guess, I am a very ordinary 36-year-old mum. Mm-hmm. And I come from quite a very ordinary sort of background. If there was one thing that was a bit different about me, and probably mm-hmm. still is, okay. is that I am... Um, that person who has always wanted more I've always been told I want too much and you know going growing up and going through um through through, just kind of growing up I guess Mm -hmm. I've always kind of pushed that boundary and been looking for a way to create a life on my terms and that comes with resistance the whole way along of course but the biggest struggle for me what what it actually turned out to be my biggest blessing and that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it because although I've always had this drive I never knew what I had to offer I never knew how I was going to create the life that I wanted um I just had no idea how I was going to do that and I was constantly told that it, it wasn't possible but I I had this inner belief it was I just didn't know how I was going to get it and yeah 
actually what turned out to happen so I wouldn't work a nine to five I wouldn't work a normal job I didn't want to work for somebody forever I didn't want to be limited by salary I didn't want to be tied to a desk so I worked um, in direct sales for a long time whilst searching for how I was going to create this life yeah. and eventually realized I, I tried all sorts I eventually realized I needed passive income and bought a house to renovate but then I had my little girl and this is where I entered this period of my life where I mean, it always just seemed like a struggle. I'd done okay. I'd earned decent money. I'd been on my travels. I'd gone on adventures to climb mountains and done things that I wanted to do, but it always felt like a struggle. I always had debt in the background. I always had resistance. There always seemed to be something. But after having my little girl, everything just seemed to intensify. And I entered this period of my life where it just really did seem like a huge struggle. And there was a lot of stuff going on there. I mean, I had, in order to take a maternity leave, I'd had to stop renovating the house and spend my cash. So I was broke. I had debt up to my eyeballs. I had a car accident. I eventually oh, yeah. lost my income altogether. And then I had a really traumatic personal kind of family issue going on um, that I could talk about all week and I won't. But to give you kind of in a nutshell, it kind of blew everything up. I was already feeling very vulnerable because my income had gone and I, you know, after having a baby, I think you, you, you lose yourself a little bit anyway. Yeah. And I just felt so trapped. Financially, I felt horrendously trapped. Mm -hmm. And it was the most trapped I'd ever felt as an adult. I remembered the feeling from being a kid. And it was what I think had always driven me so hard to want to create my own freedom. And being back in a situation that made me feel so trapped was um, was really difficult for me. I, I, I really struggled with it. For the first time, I felt like I was really struggling to deal with things. And to compound all of this, what really made it worse was I had this situation that came about where, um, so it, I'll try and keep it in a nutshell, but growing up as a child, my I grew up in a household with a very abusive, um, my mum's my partner was very abusive oh, yeah. um, on, on lots of different levels. So I, we dealt with a lot of domestic violence. Um, he was also a paedophile, unfortunately. Oh. And when I was younger, we had him, put in, in my twenties, we went to the police yeah. and we actually had him put in prison. Yeah. Now, what happened was my little girl was two and I'd been struggling anyway with this feeling of being trapped financially and everything else. And then all of a sudden this situation arose where he had been released and I had not been told. Oh. And he had been released close by to me. I had a little girl that I obviously is my yeah. world. And without going into you know too much detail, the stuff this threw up for me was huge and it was on top of this feeling of already feeling trapped and already yeah. feeling like I was struggling so that that has de that period of my life has definitely been the biggest struggle I feel like I have, have kind of faced yeah and definitely the struggle that I struggled with the most so I started to suffer with anxiety um and really sort of, I just went into self-sabotage, complete self-sabotage, and just everything just seemed really hard. Yeah. Um, but why I wanted to mention that was because actually out of that struggle mm -hmm. came everything that I have now. 
So now I have an opportunity to work from home on my own terms around my little girl. I'm the hands-on mum that I always wanted to be. I am now in a position to start exploring my passions, which I just never had since I was a kid because I was so stuck in survival mode. So my arts and speaking and, you know, I'm creating an online course to hopefully help people come through that feeling of trapped and move beyond it. And I've found purpose that I never had before. I had the drive to find it, but I never knew what it was. And that only came through going through that struggle. Struggle. Does that make sense? It does. It does. So can we confidently say that some, it depends on how we're looking at our struggles, but usually it's out of our struggles that we are able to realize or get to know our potentials, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, like I say, I could talk all week on this, but the amount of things that I picked up and learned through that period of my life is insane. The biggest being that I've found my purpose, that, that being Good. the biggest ultimate um, result that came out of it for me. But the things I learned along the way to get to that point um, have been, you know, are just going to be completely invaluable as well. And they're the things I want to share. Like, so I, I want to be able to help other people who felt that trapped to come out, they know they're going to come out the other side and be able to create a life on their terms. Yeah. Just as I've always wanted to, just as okay. I've always been told is impossible, it's yeah. not impossible. And I want to be able to help people see that no matter how bad it may seem in the moment, um, you can create a life on your terms. You can. There are ways to do that. This is beautiful, Abby. This is a beautiful, encouraging story. And I think a number of times I've said on podcast with Sheila that it, it, it actually depends on the individual going through the, um, the situation at the moment and how you're going to view it. If you think it's going to be an obstacle, that it's going to be a challenge, and you keep looking at it as a problem, it becomes a yes. problem. But then we have to look at the, the good sides of it as well, or what has come out of the challenge. It's good that we go through challenges. It builds us up, it toughens us up. But then it also opens our eyes to see the other side of the world, which we'll usually not have seen if we had not gone through that challenge. And I'm happy you're emphasizing on that because that has always been the story. Like that has always been the purpose for this podcast. I know a lot of people are going through things daily, even without COVID, before like before COVID, people were going through things. And now with COVID now, we're going through more things. So podcast is actually to empower people and let them know that if you're going through something, you shouldn't let it weigh you down. Rather, get on top of the situation and then make something good out of it. I'm really glad you are emphasizing this message through your story today. I'm glad you came, Abby. I'm really Thank glad. you. Let's move on. So um, in your recent post on um, Instagram, I saw a phrase you put out there and it said, um, you're going to fail and I'm glad. But somebody mm. will think, why will a coach or somebody who speaks positively put out a phrase like that? Would you like to shed more light on this phrase? Um, it's really interesting that you've picked up on that particular post as well. I, this is really important. Everything you've just been saying, I, I completely agree with. Everything starts with your mindset and your beliefs. Yeah. But it's also about being kind to yourself and understanding that you are, your emotions are valid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, um, as much as you need to get on top of things, sometimes it's okay to feel like you can't. It's just that you have to know that you're able, you are going to come out of it and you are going to be able to create something else. And failure is one of those things that you need, I, I just so strongly believe that a lot of people need a slightly different perspective on because 
I've failed so many times with so many things and I hope that I continue to fail on, on so many levels because it's the only way that you learn and move forward. Yeah. Like when, even as a child, it, it, whether we're talking about the struggles more recently or the situation I found myself in as, as a kid, the one thing that I've always known you must do is continue to take the step forward, no matter how bad it may seem, no matter whether you, you can't see how or what it is you, you're going for, you need to be able to take a step towards the things you want and away from the things you don't. And sometimes to do that, you've got to be willing to fail because yeah. you're not yeah. going to win every time. Yeah. But if, you, if you're scared to fail, you'll never take the step. And if you don't take the step, you'll stay where you are. Exactly. And that's my biggest fear. That's the yeah. only thing I really fear is not being, not moving forward. Exactly. And so to, to get past that fear, you've got to get past the fear of failure. So if you can see failure as just, you know, a, 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 an inevitable part of succeeding because it is it is an inevitable part of succeeding if you're going to succeed you can't do it without failing you've just got to put a different perspective on it you can't truly fail and this is what i teach my daughter you can't truly fail unless you quit failing is not failing unless you see it as failing exactly i don't see it as failing i don't fail i either win or i learn exactly. i don't fail because i don't quit as long as you don't quit, you can't fail. So it's about taking that word and changing it away from failure to learning or winning is, is, how, is how I look at it. That's the kind of mental tool I use. I win or I learn um, and I move forward. And, and to do that, you have to get past this fear of failing. I love to see someone who, who's not afraid to fail because I know that they're going to get somewhere. Yeah. So if you're not failing, you're not going anywhere because you only... You're, you're only able to tell yourself you're either failing or making it when you're actually doing something, like when mm -hmm. you're at a task. It means, you, it means you're doing something. It's proof that you're moving forward. It's forward. proof that you're trying. It's proof that you are, you know, you've, you've got that drive to create something else. Um, it's just proof. You, and if you see it like that, you see it as proof that you're moving forward, um, then, then that's a much more productive way of looking at it as far as I'm concerned. Before we go forward, let me just chip in. Um, I would like to introduce an organization for women known as Skilled Hands Organization. And what this organization does is they empower women through artisan craft workshop. Um, so you can learn to do tailoring, soap making, millinery and jewelry making with them. If you live in Nottingham, these courses are free to all women, all unemployed women, all stay-at-home moms, all women on low income. Get in touch with them. They are on Facebook at Skilled Hands Organization. And you can also get in contact with them on 074-8687-6873. And then you'll be able to learn all these courses for free. Moving forward. Um, usually we set up this podcast to be able to tell our stories to inspire and the purpose for today's meeting is for you to tell us your story to inspire us and our listeners to be able to know that whatever they are going through they are not alone others have been through it and they've been able to come out of it at the other end so going forward we'd like to hear your story for us today on podcast with Sheila okay so obviously I've shared quite a bit of my story already so I'll just kind of elaborate a little bit on it because um just so that it can I can kind of get my message across I suppose in terms of the ultimate message I want to share yeah. 
So, like I said, I've always had that drive. And the first, first thing that's so important is the belief, like as we've said, the belief that you can create something better, the belief that you can do something. And the one part, a big part of my story, I think that's valid to share is that during growing up and still to this day, but right from being a child, being so driven in the way that I have been to, to, to create something different for myself, something that you will absolutely um, in, kind of incur is resistance from others. I have spent my whole life hearing people telling me that I can't do the things I claim that I want to do and that my dreams are too big and my head's in, head's in the clouds. And that's the kind of first part of my story that I want to share is that you, you have to learn how to not listen to that. The one thing I feel very blessed about is that I always thought, I don't know where it came from, but I've always had this inner belief in myself that has allowed me to kind of bat those things off to some degree. But you have to learn to do that. If I had listened to the, to the people around me, there were so many things in my life I would not have done. So many things. Um, so yeah so that's kind of the first thing that i wanted to share but ultimately like i said i've always kind of looked for a way to create my own life uh, a life on my terms my freedom that feeling of being trapped as a child definitely drove me in that sense that i didn't want to feel like that ever again um i wanted to create and to me the people around me seem to be constrained by time lack of time or lack of money so to me freedom meant creating a situation where i had the time and the money to live the life that i choose to live so that has always been my mission that has been my story from about 11 years old um i've always been looking for for that way i just like i said to you i didn't know my purpose i didn't understand what i had to offer um i was so stuck in survival mode that i wasn't exploring my passions and things like that i didn't know how i was going to do it so i i just fought basically i'm a bit of a fighter I'm a bit of a survivor. I did okay on and off, but it was always very up and down. Like I said, there was always struggles. There was always debt. I'd earn money, create debt, go away, whatever it may be. And it wasn't until that period of my life where I really went through that struggle that I, I found something else. And so really, I think it's about trying to share with you what I learned from that from that part of my story. And, and those are the things that I really wanted to share today. So the first part of it and the biggest part of moving myself out of that struggle and back into the light if that makes sense because it was the first time i think as an adult that i'd really started to feel you know really under it all yeah. does that make sense like really yeah. it was it, it felt so hard to get my head back above the water i was so good usually at, at least keeping my head above the water if nothing else yeah. but this time it was like i just couldn't get my head above the water yeah. so it kind of drove me it was i was in a situation that was so far the opposite of what i wanted that i was pushed to yeah. really analyze what it was i needed to do to move back in the direction that i'd been moving in before and beyond yeah. it so the first thing i did was i sat and really thought about okay i'm going to be honest with myself i've dealt with things before i've i've struggled before i've always come out so the first thing is mindset as we've spoke yeah. about the first the absolute first thing i had to do was remind myself that it's possible and that that is the mindset i've always had and that i was going to find a way that is the always the first important thing but then i think through my struggle i learned what i now believe to be the two key ingredients that you need beyond that belief that that's mm -hmm. everything starts with that mm -hmm. beyond that the two key ingredients you need in order to create a life on your terms that anybody needs and they apply to any struggle i believe 
And the first one and the most important one and the one that I encourage everybody to take on board is that you must be willing to take responsibility for your own personal development. You must be. And it starts with you becoming aware of that. So to get to try and put this into um, something that makes sense, mm -hmm. during that struggle, mm -hmm. I felt very unsafe for my daughter. I, yeah. And it was scary. It scared me. I was afraid and I was angry. And I couldn't see any way of dealing with this other than trying to control what was going on. So I fought because that's what I knew to do. So mm -hmm. I fought the system. I fought the probation system. I fought the um, hearings he was having. I fought, I, I made calls, I complained, I wrote letters. I went down to the office and refused to leave until I spoke to who I wanted to be. I really kicked off about this. I was on a whole new level of energy. Yeah. I was yeah. throwing myself at it, but it was all about me trying to control what was going off. It, it, around me because I was so desperate to to stop what was happening yeah, yeah, yeah. and the first thing I had to realize and I remember a lady reminding me of this she was um some kind of counselor I wasn't she she had been recommended to me by a friend I was just having a chat with her but she reminded me of this she reminded me to take control of the things I could take control of and let go of the things that I couldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's a very difficult thing to do when you feel so scared Exactly. Really difficult. And I think this is why I struggled so much this time in comparison to other times. I was scared. And for, for my, the safety of my daughter, this was my world. This was everything. This was, this was me failing as a parent if anything happened. And, and, and my, everything, my whole being would have failed if anything happened to her. So I, so I had to do that. It's about taking responsibility and seeing what you can control. Exactly. Taking your power back by realizing what you can control and what you can control is you. You, how you yeah. are thinking, what you know, the knowledge you have, how honest you're being with the situation, the kindness you offer yourself, learning how to love yourself, learning how to see the situation for what it truly is and take the bits you can. I, I am not one to just sit back and let life flow. I, I'm a co-creator. So I'm going to do something, but I'm going to focus my energy on the things I can do. What can I specifically do to keep my daughter safe and take this fear away? What can I specifically do to strengthen than my own emotional well-being what can i do to strengthen my financial situation what can i do to stop myself feeling so vulnerable what can i do to strengthen me my mindset my situation my family environment keep my daughter safe so that was the first thing was to take responsibility and it comes through i believe personal development and exactly. something i was grateful for was this this business opportunity that i'd been offered during the struggle yeah. a huge core part of that was to point me in the direction of real personal development real pe people who could help me mentors audios books courses things that i could learn from and take from that could genuinely help me move forward yeah. So I encourage everybody, no matter what your situation, I encourage everybody at all times to take responsibility for your own personal growth and development and throw yourself into some level, to some sort of personal curriculum, if you like, of personal development. Because as you've, as you've alluded to, everyone's journey is different. Everyone's going to need something different. I can't specifically tell you exactly what you need, mm -hmm. but I can tell you you need personal development because it yeah. will allow you to explore what you do need exactly. and find what yeah. you do need. Yeah. So that's really key. Um, and then it's about taking the next step, as we've already mentioned. <clears throat> I think that's been a big key in my stories. Yeah. 
I, I try to make sure I have the courage to just take the next step. I haven't always known where I'm going. I haven't always known exactly what I wanted. I haven't always known how I'm going to get the outcome or what the outcome might even be. But I've always been willing to take the next step. So it's about just, and it may be a little step. You may not be able to see anything beyond it, but you've got to have the courage to take that next step. And for me, in that situation, the next step was to build my strength. Yeah. Because I was yeah. struggling yeah. to deal with the anger, to deal with the fear, because without that, I couldn't see beyond where I was. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so th that's my first key ingredient is to take responsibility, find out what you can take control of and take next step. The second key ingredient, I think, is to, and this is something I didn't have before, and I, I found um, and during that period of struggle, is to find or create an environment in which you can grow. Yes, take responsibility for your personal development, but then also take responsibility for putting yourself, placing yourself in an environment that will allow you, allow you to, grow. to grow. Exactly. Whether that's emotionally, yeah. spiritually, financially, because all of those things will free you. You yeah. need to be strong in yourself, but I also believe you need to create a financially strong situation, as you alluded yeah. to at the very beginning of this conversation, yeah. because yeah. that gives you yeah. choices. Exactly. It gives you confidence. Exactly. It gives you a different walk. Exactly. It allows you to come from a different place. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, yeah. So I know I've gone on a little bit there. I'm sorry. But no, that's yeah, that's, my, that, that's it. Yeah. Well, Abby, this is a very inspiring story. And I'm really glad you came because there are a lot of things you're saying in there that I think we, as as human beings, as we move, as we live our lives daily, we should be practicing these things to make our lives easier. You know, these are salient points you brought out. And I think we should just tap into it and keep going on with it in life. There's one point that you mentioned, you said the right environment. And I think the right environment is key when you're going through struggles or when you're going through a rough time. The kind of environment you keep around yourself can either also help you or push you further down the drain. You know what, you get what I mean? Because the kind of people, your support unit, the people you have who are supporting you, if they are the right people, when you're going through stuff, you don't even feel it. You get it because sometimes there are people you can talk to when you are down there are people who can genuinely lift you up and you know make the load lighter but other times there are people who come in to lift you up and when you are out of the situation those people themselves will turn around and push you down again so sometimes when i talk here on podcast i say the kind of people you you keep around you can either make you or unmake you I'm really glad you came on podcast today, Abby. And it's a blessing Thank to have had you. I'm sure you, your story is going to touch a lot of lives and people are going to be inspired by it. It's a great story. And thank you very much for coming. Going forward, I'd like to ask you, what are your best resources as you lived your life? What are the things that helped you most? Okay, so I think, would it be okay if I use this opportunity to kind of share my my sort of message here and exactly yes. what I would advise somebody to do? Okay, so yes. my, the ultimate message that I want to get across and I always want to get across is that you can yeah. create a life on your terms. Yes. Not only can you, but that you should. And I say this because that belief is the first resource you need. 
and yeah. I didn't yeah. have anybody yeah. telling yeah. me that yeah. so if you don't have anybody telling you that you can and that you should I want to be that person to tell you that you can and you should yeah. because my genuine belief my genuine belief is that the world needs more good people in a position to do more good exactly. and there are too many good people who are feeling we're feeling held back we're feeling trapped or we're, we're struggling to find you know how to do it and so that first resource is belief and gratitude be grateful for the things you do have even as a kid i remember knowing that people had it so much worse than i did so be grateful for what you have and believe that it's possible first resource and if you don't have any around you i will be that resource take somebody yeah. else's belief find someone who believes in you um and then secondly coming back to those two key ingredients yeah the first resource is personal development yeah do whatever you need to do to find books audios mentors online inspiration exactly. people exactly. you could exactly. resonate with connect exactly. with and tell inspirational stories that can fill you with positive fuel exactly. you have to do that and do it daily daily take responsibility for your personal development everybody should exactly. do that the exactly. second resource that's really helped me that i just want to mention quickly mm -hmm. is i didn't have that environment I didn't have that environment growing up and I didn't know how to create one. Mm -hmm. I, I was so stuck in survival mode, I wasn't exploring my passions and creating my own world. I didn't know how to do that. So for me, being offered an opportunity, a business opportunity that kept, what came with it was yeah. an environment and people and support and encouragement and yeah. all of these things that I'd never really experienced before. I found that rather than created it. And I now share that with other people and I love that I share that with other yeah. people. So I want to encourage everybody to take responsibility for personal development. But yeah. I also want to, to tell people, if you're like me and you want it and you just don't know how, I, I found a way and I share it with other people. And it's an environment that will allow you to grow. So if you can't create one, find one. Good, 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 good. Thank you very much, Abby, for all the advice. Oh, these are well taken. Um, what will be your last and final advice to our listeners? I think I just want to repeat my, my message, really. Know that you can create a life on your terms. Know that you can create a life of freedom where you don't have to yeah. feel trapped by anything and, and, and do it. Go and take responsibility for your personal development. Have the belief look at what you can control and have the courage to take the next step and go and find yourself an environment that will allow yourself to grow emotionally, spiritually, financially, get yourself into a situation um, where you have the life that you want. Great, great. If you've been listening in, this has been season two of our podcast series where we will be bringing your way seasoned guests with inspired lifetime stories to share with us. Do not miss out on all these lovely experiences. Subscribe and be notified when a new episode is released. We have a video presentation of this show on our YouTube channel if you'd like to see us in pictures. On this note, we would like to say a massive thank you to all our listeners from the 17 countries around the world. This show continues to grow stronger and stronger because of your support. Podcast with Sheila is aired on seven listening platforms. These are Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. Thank you very much for listening in. And until we come your way again in a fortnight, it's been Sheila on Podcast with Sheila. Bye and have a lovely week.